0: Bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees—we got them all. So listen up, because we 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 got the buzz. Turn down for
1: what? Jazz fans, welcome back to another episode. It's been a... It's been a great week unfortunately with a few players missing some games here and there but we got our winning ways coming back and this is another episode of Take Note Thursday here on the Hive Sports. I'm your host Marcos Pickett with my co-host Daniel Olson. Daniel how are you doing? Um,
0: Good thanks. I'm I'm glad to be back. I know last week I was off. Um, I was actually at the game in, in Phoenix on vacation but so it'd be nice to provide some insight on that and and all the rest of the stuff going on with the jazz yeah absolutely definitely definitely
1: jealous of that you got to go to that game got to experience in my mind what should be the uh the western conference finals um, matchup that'd be a good one but but before we jump in and recap to to the games this past week don't forget to give us a follow and like on facebook twitter as well as instagram and since you're already here on Spotify, don't forget to give us a listen on a few of our other podcasts as well. But for, before we jump in and recap the games this past week, we're gonna we're gonna go over the the shoe game of Donovan Mitchell.
0: Yeah, so thanks for that. Um, so yeah, Donovan Mitchell is is actually is, his shoe game really really excites me as a Jazz fan because um, I mean we have had a couple. I think Carmelo had some mailman's and. Um, way before, like before I started buying basketball shoes when I was a kid. And then Darren Williams, I think I actually bought a pair of the, the baby blue D Will themed like Nike shoe when that, when that signature collection came out. But I mean, he wasn't like a perennial like, um, have a new shoe, signature shoe every year. It was just kind of a one and done thing. But the thing I like about, um, Don Mitchell's is that, I mean, Adidas is really committed to him and, and in this new era where the different colorways are, like like there's different themes for each colorway, like they're teaming up with different um, companies like Crayola and um, Damian Lillard was teaming up with McDonald's for one of his. <laughs> I, I wrote an article last year, a ways back, where I compared the Donamans and the Danes since they're both like Team Adidas and both Utah um, sports figures. But anyway, so the reason I wanted to bring this up is because um, so I I like to oftentimes I like to do little Twitter polls and, and tournaments just, just for fun to keep fans engaged. Um, just for March Madness, we had a Twitter fan account tournament and, and unfortunately, and, and we, we had like a, a jazz U Aggie and, um, and Cougars bracket. And the, the jazz representative was real McCoy for, for those who follow the Jazz of gals podcast, and she took second place to the Ball, Ball Coogs, which is like a a, a BYU t- fan from Tennessee. So, but but anyways, so we had that, and so I'm, I'm thinking we need to do a a Jazz um, themed type of playoff poll. Uh, last year we actually did a jersey playoffs, and um, you can probably guess which jersey. Well, what what Marcos? I guess yeah. Last year we weren't. Um, I haven't met you yet, but but what what jersey do you think won of all the Jazz jerseys? which one do you think fans think is is the best jersey? Ooh,
1: well that, 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 that's a tough one. Um, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Mitchell's.
0: Um, yeah. Well, it, it was actually the, the the purple mountain jersey. It, so that one. Oh, just the purple very Iconic. Um,
1: yeah, that that that, yeah. Is, that is a that is definitely a good choice.
0: Yeah, so so so, the, so that was fun last year, but so this year with the, with the playing games, um, I, I I was looking at so ten is a nice round number, so um, I was looking at the Dawn issue ones and the Dawn issue twos, and I found about ten uh, signature colorways. You know, sometimes like he does a just some not boring, but like just a team like colors ones that don't really have like a, a special name. Like, I have, like, these navy blue ones that are kind of, like, if you're a BYU or Aggie fan, it's, like, nice teen color um, for the twos. And then for the ones, um, I have the stealth, those green ones. So, um, but but anyway, so the, the goal here is just we're going to have 10 um, from each conference. We're going to have issue one conference versus the issue two conference. Um, then then we'll have a... a two finals so that fans can vote which one's the best. And my apologies in advance if your favorite color doesn't make the list because he has a ton. But um, these are just some of the ones on my short list. I I might edit it before. My goal is to start it somewhat close to to the playoffs so we can have it kind of going on at the same time. We'll have the playing games since it's like 7 and 10 and 8 and 9, have like a little three-game play in. But um, here's just a couple of them, I, um, and you can tell me what, kind of which ones are your favorite based on what, the ones you've seen. But uh, and in issue one, he had a Karl Malone one called the Mailman. Um, there was like a Spider-Man colored one, and a, a pink Venom one, and then there was one called Five Generals. I'm not, I don't remember what what the color was, but um, so, and then also Be Humble, Joker, Team USA. Rainbow Spider-Man, and then the, one of my favorite, the Stealth. And then the Lightsaber one, kind of like looks like a Star Wars light, Lightsaber. And then in the Issue 2 conference, um, I did Crayola Blue. Um, my favorite color is blue, so. um, and then the Amazing Spidey Scent, that was that green one. It was kind of like, um one of the signature ones. I think he dropped 57 in that one, in the playoffs. And then the pick and roll, kind of a sequel to the mailman one, just a tribute to Stockton Malone's iconic play with the pick and roll. Um, his Christmas one was nice. Then the red Crayola one. Um, the, there's a multicolored one. It just looked super vibrant. And the, the Day of the Dead. is kind of a tribute to yeah, that it's like a Hispanic Halloween ho- holiday. Um, the gummy bear, the, the Louisville. Um, special, like, Louisville edition from where he went to college and then Crayola yellow. So, um, of all those ones, Marcos, like, I, I, you, you've probably seen him wear some on the on on TV as well as just some advertisements. But what are, what are some of your favorite colorways that, that you like of his shoes? Ooh,
1: that, that's, that's definitely a hard one to choose one because all of them are just so good. Um, probably the, the Spider-Man ones just because we've seen him rock that. Um, I like the Louisville one. Um, with the red, um, yeah, those are mostly just my, my favorites. So it's kind of hard to narrow it down to for for a favorite one of all the, the good ones that he has.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll find out what the fans think on this next month. So I'm excited to get that going and and see what fans think.
1: Yeah, so I, I want to see everybody, everybody's reaction. See how, how, what they'll vote for.
0: Yeah.
1: So well, yeah, with that out
0: of The way we can definitely talk some. Some recaps for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's let's dive right in. So, first game last last week down in Phoenix, and you had the opportunity to go to the game. So, what what was that like being being there in Phoenix?
0: Um, it was it was awesome. Like when I went there, it was a little bit different. Um, that they, they had us um, download an app to sign a pledge for like for like COVID stuff. So so COVID is still. Um. Uh, I mean, it's a big a big deal here, but they're starting to loosen it here. But down down there, um, definitely had to to keep keep um safe and and have our masks on at all times unless we were like actively eating and stuff. But but mm-hmm. as far as the game goes, um, the fans. Um, I had heard just a lot of um talk there and then after the game that it was louder than it has ever been because you know the the Phoenix Phoenix hasn't been to the playoffs since I think. Days of Steve Nash, which was over a decade ago, so yeah, so that it, it was it wasn't like packed, obviously, because um, I think they had captured maybe a couple thousand fans, but it was it was still rocking. Like there was, um, I I heard some rumors that some of the jazz, I was in the upper bowl, but some of the I heard rumors that some jazz fans in the lower bowl got tossed out because you know, it and heated games like that sometimes it can get pretty testy between different fan bases so um oh yeah absolutely and it was a close game so um unfortunately our team did not come out on top but I mean Mm -hmm. the fact that it got to overtime like there were some amazing shots um that helped us get to overtime in a game where by and large we we, kind of we kind of struggled to contain some of their their star players
1: yeah, and absolutely. And it, this was a really good game. Unfortunately, we did get the the loss, one seventeen, one thirteen, in overtime. But you got to give credit to Mitchell and Gobert. Gobert with sixteen points, sixteen points, eighteen boards, and then Mitchell going off for forty one points again. And hands down, a great game. And in my mind, I think this is a preview for the Western Conference Finals. Hopefully, L. A. Lakers they can keep struggling without LeBron and AD, but. In my mind, I think this is hopefully a preview of that. Um, just looking at the stats, we've seen the past couple of games us kind of struggling in this game, especially 11 of 44 from downtown. I know I've mentioned it before. Do you think we need to lay kind of cut back a little bit more on the threes?
0: Um, Let's see. So our threes were in this game because you look oh, at 44s. Oh, yeah, 40, 40. 40 is, yeah that, That's 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 a lot. I so mean, like in, Donovan was rocking. Yeah, you Bo- over you 40. Yeah, Boyan had one for eight from downtown. So yeah, that was not a good game for him. I mean, he had 20 points, but but yeah, not mm-hmm. from from three. Um, yeah, I I I think that it's a bold strategy that Quinn has. I I just right now it's just cool to to try different stuff. I'm just my only worry is like I don't know how it will translate to the playoffs because you know in the playoffs mm-hmm. we've seen the Jazz struggle when. Fan, uh, they try to take away the three and like hug the shooters or, or, or they they just play tighter on on defense. They sw some like the Rockets when they would switch on us. That would that was tough for us. So um, I don't worry too much about the first round if we can get the one seed because I think um, past the seven seed, like the one seed isn't as formidable as the mm-hmm. or I mean the eight seed isn't as for, formidable as like the seven or better. So. So we'll have to be careful there. Like some teams could slide, you know, the Lakers could slide or or Warriors could, could move up or, or or something. Um so it's not gonna be an easy out. Like like there's still NBA teams that we have to get through, but um but yeah, I just hope that um by then our offense is just clicking and, and the Jazz have had answers before. Like sometimes when they hug the shooters, then we just kinda take what the defense gives us. And I mean I, I know sometimes some people struggle I mean, Royce O'Neill he's guarding the best defender, or the, the best player on the other team every night, and so that takes a lot of energy out of him, so maybe we just need to be strategic, and maybe say, okay, maybe Royce O'Neill, even if he's open, like, yeah, he can take him some time, but don't, I mean, in this game he only attempted two, and, and mm-hmm. luckily he's ha- had a much-needed break the, the other night, because, I mean, I've heard he's been kind of a little banged up from some of the plays that have happened, but but anyways, yeah. To answer your question, maybe we cut back a little on the threes, but I mean, we're such a good three-point shooting team if we're open. Like we, we I don't want to see us be afraid to take threes because, because I mean, they're they're open shots, and, and we're a good team for that. So I don't want to say live and die by the three, but but yeah, be confident and, and take the threes when they're available, and if and if not, then don't force them up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you're open, then go for it. We, we've seen. What we've done already this season, having franchise records, and, and and that's amazing. But if we're just shooting nonstop, like like in this game, 44 attempts, it's kind of that's kind of where it costed us. But anything else in the in this battle against Phoenix that that stood out to you in this one?
0: Well, no, it was it was just a fun game. I actually I, I I'm actually a fan of a lot of Arizona sports because I was like um, lived there for a couple of years. But I definitely made sure to keep my son's gear at home and, and I didn't put it on until after the jazz won, and the sun's lost the very next day, which I guess is our next one. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy. As long as we're the one seed and they're the two seed, then and then, uh, yeah, I, I hope that's the, that'll be the Western commerce finals. That'd be fun.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And we'll just have to cross our fingers and hopefully things go with the way we want to come playoffs next month. But moving ahead to the, to the next one, which was the following day, a home game uh, against Damian Lillard and the, the Trailblazers, which is a 122-103 win. And I, I always love to see Dame Dollar come come to Utah, which where he, he played here in Utah, Weber State. It's always a good time to see him play. And this was our, our 23rd straight home victory for us, so it was a good one. And a great game once again for Mitchell, who has 37 points. Um, and th- things were just clicking in this one. Um, I'm not sure what Quinn Snyder said to them. Uh, after 24 hours playing in Phoenix and then coming here, but this is this is a, a nice one. 21 rebounds for Gobert, 18 points for him. And what went well? Because well, 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 we, if you look at the the box score, our whole everybody on the bench got the got some minutes.
0: Um, yeah, there was there was a couple. I, I feel like the ball movement was good. Um, from, yeah. from what I, I I see here, the the, the Bogomil Um had a had a ball where he he caught it at the left corner three, but then I think he found I can't remember if it was Gobert or who it was, but like, but but he zipped it in and down low. So like, it shows that that yeah, we're not always just bombing threes when people are near us. Like we're looking for that because cause when they're they go out to the corner to to get the shooter, then that if they're if they're not playing man if they're playing zone and then they go out, then that leaves a little bit of a space. So. So we're just cutting into the open space and and getting the, those easy buckets. So so that was good. Um, and then Mitchell um, did really great with 37 points. Um, he had a, a really fun like he he has had a really money step back three lately. Like some of his crossovers and step back threes have just been kind of like looks looks like he has ice in his veins, just playing really good and. And yeah, the the whole team was good. I think Favors had my favorite player. Like the defensive play it was a, uh, the on the broadcast they called the defensive play of the game. Um, there he just mm-hmm. got one of his paws in there, and it's not like he was going straight up. But he like almost had his hand horizontal because he was guarding a small guy, and so he just kind of swatted it as the guy came in. So that so, so that so that was nice. That got me fired up and. I think the whole time we, the game wasn't super um, in jeopardy. I, was, I mean, we've seen some of the other games, even that the Jazz have won. Like they've had to stave off some comebacks from the other teams, um, but but here, I mean, the Jazz did really well, and and they were allowed to have their some of their second unit get in, so that was fun.
1: Yeah, and no, that's always a good thing to let those guys who barely get enough playing time to get get out there and play. And something I I forgot to mention, this was Clarkson one of Clarkson's first games that he he's missed. And what what impact did that, that play with without seeing Clarkson get get playing time?
0: Well, I mean that I mean, it's hard to really replace the sixth man of the year so that's hard. Mm-hmm. I think the Jazz have tried to have the next man up mentality. Um Georges Nyang had uh fifty percent shooting from the field and he kind of um, made up for for Clarkson being out, and um, e- e- even though um, Joe Ingles he also had a, the the most points. Out. So Joe Ingles had more points than 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 George but Niang was a little bit more efficient. So so, anyways, I guess to answer your question, I would just say that it created more opportunities for other people to score. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and we've seen that these
1: past couple of games with a lot of guys being injured or, or some guys resting. And it's, it's like you mentioned, it's just that next band up mentality and who wants to play, who wants to show Quinn Snyder what, what they're made of. And they did in this one against the, the Blazers. So glad they got the win there. So moving on to the next one. And this was the next one was a, a dogfight uh, against the Sacramento Kings, 128-112. And the, the Kings showed up with uh, De'Aaron Fox, and I was kind of surprised there. De'Aaron Fox coming out with 30 points, and Conley, I mean, uh, excuse me, Mitchell did not disappoint once again, over 40 points, 42 points. And Conley, 26 points, 50% from three-pointers, 5 five of 10. And Gobert 11 rebounds. And then O'Neal, 14 rebounds. Things were just going well for us in this one. We're, we're And then eight, 18... 18 three pointers. Where, where, where do you think things went well in this dogfight fight against the Kings?
0: Well, I mean, one thing is we know that the Jazz are actually the best three quarter team in the NBA. Um, in my yeah. recap uh, on the Hive Sports, you can check it out the HiveSports.com. Um, credit to the TeamRankings.com, but they're always really great about finding random stats like this. But uh, at the time, I don't. It's probably changed since then, but the Jazz had the the team, the league best. 3.6 uh differential on average against teams in the third quarter and and I mean it, it continues here they scored a game high um so they had their highest qu- point total in this quarter and they had 36 points and they allowed just 24 points so um I think even though like like you said they started off they started off um pretty rusty there. the kings went up 12 to 1 um but then we finally since we weren't hitting it from the outside, we got Rudy Gobert and Ali Oop. And, and it seems like... A, um, so a lot of times, I always like to pay attention to, like, what was the first player of the game. And, and, I mean, that that was the first field goal of the game, even though Gobert had a free throw before. But um, sometimes you have to work your way from inside out. And sometimes, like, I mean, the Jazz, they love to shoot threes. But, I mean, sometimes it's nice just to see the ball go in the hoop. And so, so take it to the and uh, either make a layup or get fouled and then see the ball go in. And then and then maybe it'll be easier to see those threes go in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this was another game, once again, with Clarkson sitting out. And Ingles and Yang stepped out stepped out coming off the bench with 12 points for Yang, four or five from downtown. And then Ingles doing what he does best, 20 points, five or 10 from downtown. And things are just going right with our bench as well. And something that stands out right here in this game is we, we out-rebound them big time, 52 rebounds for us, 38 rebounds for them. And that, that's just the O'Neal and Gobert show right there. Uh, so I'm glad we got this one. It was kind of a scrappy one, but good good for us in this one. Mitchell doing what he, he does best and definitely proving to people, to Jazz fans, why he definitely deserves to, to be a contender for for MVP.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um... Uh, so so that that brings up a good point because there was actually an article written on the subject, uh, Another one of our our writers he he wrote his opinion on the top ten, and I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jazz fans will have to read. But but I mean, he I mean not want to be too biased. I, I won't say which one he put, but he put one <laughs> Jazz player in the top ten, but and then the other one he didn't. Which yeah, as a as a Jazz fan, I'm, like I don't want to sound like a homer, but yeah, I, I feel like it, there's a case. For both of them, and it, and it's hard because I mean you see other uh, other um candidates like there's very few teams that have two MVP candidates on their the same team because like how can you be the MVP if you're not the best player on your own team so like so like so that so that, that that's a debate of itself I think Gobert is more of a, of a defensive player of the year just because I mean like it or not um someone who's primarily a defensive player. Doesn't really get the MVP nods like the off. Like you can be not good at defense, but if you're good at offense, you have a. Sh- if you're really really good at offense, you have a shot to make MVP. Um, I personally think that the MVP should go to someone who's well-rounded. So, um, so that, that that's right. So maybe for Gobert or Donovan to get the MVP at some point in their careers, um, they'll have to become more two-way players. Not that they aren't, but I mean, Gobert might have to increase his. Offensive output, and then Donovan might need to get a little bit better on on the defense. And then, in my opinion, that 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 would make a good um, MVP. I mean, we see uh, um Jokic Jokic. She's one of the front runners, and I think he's a pretty good two way player. And not only can he score, yeah, he can pass. And so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who wins on that. Just a nice little tangent there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, he's definitely in consideration, but. We'll have to see what he does against Harden and, and some of the other, other big-name players, as well as Lillard. But moving on to the, the next one, this was, unfortunately, our, our first loss at, at home this year, snapping our 24-game our home winning streak against the Washington Wizards, uh, a team that you wouldn't expect to, us to lose to at home. But Russell Westbrook doing what he always does and getting a, a triple-double, uh, 20, 25 points for him, 14 rebounds, 14 assists, and it, that, that's why he does this and getting those triple doubles. But, but Mitchell, once again, 42 points again, and he, he just went off. 42 points, six assists, and Gobert, another double-double, 12, 12 points uh, and 12 rebounds. But Boyan, surprisingly, 33 points for Boyan, 6 of 10 from downtown. Everybody was, was shooting well, but unfortunately, we couldn't close it out towards the end. What, what, what went wrong towards the end in, in this one?
0: Uh, yeah, so, yeah, the whole thing was kind of crazy. I think for us, like, our problem against the Wizards isn't, necessarily us say, offense, because I think our offense is okay, except for, yeah, turnovers mm-hmm. aren't good. But we actually did pretty well on that. We scored more, way more points off of turnovers against them, because, like, when, it seems like when they turn the ball over, I mean, they allow so many points off turnovers. Um, So um what I think is, yeah, like you said, Donovan scored a lot, because, I mean, he had to make up for the – Um, Conley and Clarkson not playing but um, didn't get a lot of help off the bench and just like like I was saying our our defense seems to kind of struggle against um, opposing athletic guards even though this team is a struggling team I mean Rowdy Bill is the the leading scorer in the NBA right now I'm I'm pretty sure he's still up there and then Russell Westbrook just a triple double machine so I mean this is just a team that has pieces but just hasn't put it together. And who knows, maybe they're making a run for the 9 or 10 seed and they, they might mm-hmm. upset one of the the Eastern Conference teams in one of those playing games. But we'll have to see if they can find some consistency. The, the only team they seem to have consistency against is the Jazz because they're actually the only Eastern Conference team to sweep the Jazz on the year. So, so it's like the East only plays us twice a year so. Um, I'm, and, so no other team has swept us. I know the Suns just got the first two against us, so they they won the series. They're one of the only teams that's won, won a series on us and not, like, tied or lost it. But we might have a chance to, to beat them in, in the last game in Phoenix. But, but, but yeah, for some reason, I don't know what recipe the Wizards have to, to beat the Jazz, but it seems like Westbrook is always motivated because, I mean, you know, he has a little bit of a history with some of the stuff that's it's happened here. Like fans don't like him, and he doesn't like them. So um, I'm not sure if that that was what happened. I do think that. I mean, I was I was kind of mad, but like I got, I got respect for him. Like he he was he was motivated. And you can see he he almost um, his prophecy when he said that's game. Like that almost didn't come true. Like we even when he hit that and said that's game and they were up six. Like we still hit a couple shots, and like Bradley Bill missed free throws and. We had some chances to maybe maybe make him eat his words. But, I mean, it, it was a little bit little too little too late because we came back from a large deficit. I thought, oh, dang, we're toast because we're down double digits. But, like, Donovan, like, really made timely shots. and So I, I'm proud of how we fought. But, yeah, don't like that we lost that. But, I mean, overall, we've been winning a lot. And we, we're just doing everything we can. we got to try to hang on to that one seed, even though – we need our players to get rest. Like I, I think it is important to get the one seed um, just just because I think that would be more favorable matchups, and then we'd have home court throughout the playoffs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this this was a tough one with No. Conley as well as Clarkson. And we've seen the other games where we've had a few bench players step up. And this one, we really didn't have a key bench player stepping up. Yeah, we had favors and Yang, but it was mostly relying on our starters, hence why uh, Mitchell had the 42 points. But overall, a great performance. Unfortunately, we couldn't get the, the W that we wanted. It was just uh, trying to stop Westbrook, and Westbrook was just going off like he always does. But moving on to the last one of the week, and this was, was good. We got our, our winning ways back after – hard loss against the the Wizards, but but 106-96 win against uh, the Thunder, and this, once again we got Conley came back after his his injury, but still still no Clarkson, but Nienk the, the minivan started for uh, for uh, excuse me for uh, uh, for he, came in and started, and he had 18 points and 10 rebounds, or six of 10 from downtown, and he was going. 6 so of 13 from downtown, and things are just going right for them. 22 points for Mitchell, 4 of 9, 3 of 6 for for Conley, 15 rebounds, 14 assists. What, what went well in, in this W for us?
0: Well, yeah, I think George Sneeing said it right on the money because, I mean, I, I have a poll of the day every day on, on Twitter, and so today's poll, I mean, by the time fans read it, it'll it'll be decided, but currently George Sneeing is, Leading with 54%, um, say that he had the best night of any player on the Jazz, and and one person commented that he was trying to be funny and said Lou Dort because yeah Lou Dort on the other side <laughs> had a a career night, but um, I think we just had a whole team effort and really put them out of their place. Like and we did we had our usual third quarter run, and they, I mean they made a run credit to them in the fourth. Like it, it was kind of scary at at one point when. It just came back in a single digits. So I think um, so one of the guys he drew a foul on Donovan Mitchell and and was able to make some free, free throws. But um, luckily, I, I think um, just just the mini band get got going and um, and even though we started off, we were we started off we we're down by 17 at one point in the first quarter, but we made a run to get um, bring it cut it to nine and then took the lead at uh before halftime and then went on the 12-0 run in the third quarter, I mean Mitchell just had one of those filthy I think he had like the crossover step back and and just um started started yeah like a 12-0 run and then and then we just kept going. Um but we didn't quite calm the, the thunderstorm that that came in the in the fourth quarter but um I I ironically I was wearing my Two thousand eighteen it was like the orange um jazz playoffs shirt because I think that was the first year of the city jerseys and and when we were playing the thunder and and, and so I I actually remember one of my favorite um traffic signs that the U dot traffic had um before that game, um it said stay stay safe, zero chance of thunder and it was the night of one of the Jazz from Thunder playoff games and so I thought that was <laughs> kinda of funny and uh, and just brought back memories, even though a lot of those players still aren't aren't on the team anymore. I mean, we don't have Paul George or Russell Westbrook on the team. Yeah. I, I just thought that was a good series. And scared me for a minute. I thought they might have had a chance to come back from three-one. But but anyways, yeah. Back to this game. This this was a, a fun game, and and like the the forecast. I actually did yeah. a, a a social media post and said that the forecast is still the same it's still a 0% chance of Thunder. And so luckily <laughs> that was the case. Um, I mean, they they still had a, a puncher's chance to beat us, but I uh, I remember we beat them earlier in the season by a point, and that was Boston. We were struggling at the end of December. So they'll get one more crack at us in OKC, but I'm glad we've protected our home court against the Thunder.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. This was a great win by 10 points and like you mentioned, down by 17 the first quarter, but the fact that we had three players get double-doubles was, was outstanding. Yang, Gobert, and Conley and 14 assists in, in the minivan with 10 rebounds. That, we just showed up, and then Brantley, 10, 10 points off the bench, who, who doesn't get as much playing time as we'd hope, and two of three from downtown, so gr- great overall performance with O'Neal and Clarkson being out once again, but Great, great, great showing from them. So next, next game up, Friday this afternoon at one o'clock. Kind of, kind of an odd time to be playing on a Friday, but, but against the Pacers. Um, this, this should be a good one. Pacers, not not where they're normally at. They're at the the, the uh, they're the the ninth seed right now in the East. And the matchup that I'm looking forward in, forward to the, in this one is Sabonis against Gobert. We saw Sabonis got picked in the in the all-star game for the East, and we've seen what he can do on the rebounds, so that'll be a good battle against him and Gobert. What what are you looking forward to in this matchup against the Pacers?
0: Um, Yeah, him and then Miles Turner, I think, I don't know who's currently leading the league in blocks, but last time I checked, it was Miles Turner and then Gobert was slightly trailing him. It might have... Yeah, it's still Miles Turner at 3.5 blocks, so... Gobert's got some Mm -hmm. ground to make up. I mean, by the way, the other night Gobert had a monster seven block. I thought at one point he might make a run at the triple-double against the Thunder. So, um, looking forward to that one as well as two. um, For those of you who don't have the the, uh, the Jazz um, cable package or the league pass, um, I know sometimes it can be hard to always get that with different blackout stuff, but um, if you're listening on the radio or whatever, but you won't have to do that on Saturday or Monday because the Jazz will be playing um, the Lakers on ESPN. So those those will be fun ones to, to make, take note of. Yeah, and, and hopefully Saturday and Monday,
1: no LeBron, no AD. We'll have to cross our fingers that they're still injured for those two games on, on ESPN. But, but thanks, you guys, for listening to another episode here on Take Note Thursday, and go Jazz. Go Jazz
0: i